0: I was talking about this experience I had with the Scorpio, and um, we, uh, yeah, he gave me an orgasm <laughs> through my uh, <laughs> this. So, you had an <laughs> orgasm in your mouth as I had well. an orgasm in my mouth. How does that happen? Like, what, what does it? it feel like? It just feels like this intense, like, pleasure.
1: Well, you know what? Last time
2: I said it was episode four, it really wasn't. It's That's what I'm like, saying.
1: It naming was more like episode episodes.
2: six or Don't seven. You Ep- stop okay. naming it. Stop numbering yeah. <laughs> them. <laughs> well, we're back with, with another episode of EXO Nicole Happy Hour. This is your host Nicole Kane, founder of
0: EXO Nicole. This is your co-host Amber Woods, and this is your other co-host Sheridan Chanel. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and as you know,
1: you're
2: listening to the EXO Nicole Happy Hour podcast um, today. I'm, I'm actually excited about this Because uh, my co-hosts don't know what we're talking about today I call this the wild card uh, episode We originally were just going to do an episode Where we had uh, listeners call in And we just answer your questions And then of course a news story hit this week Lord <laughs> <laughs> That everyone had, and, and their mamas had an opinion about And I felt it was um, an opportunity to have a bigger discussion around Mm -hmm. sexuality. I wanted to take this opportunity because I said in episode two that the way young black women are raised, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, we're raised to view sex in a way that makes it seem dirty. Mm -hmm. Um, So I wanted to talk today as host about like the conversations we've had growing up about sex, how we feel in our own sexuality. I will say um, I felt very, I just didn't know a lot about sex going into adulthood, never talked about it with parents, um, never talked about it, period. And so I didn't even know what a hymen was until like, What, 2015, we did an article, we had an exclusive with a girl from Maryland, and she had, um, her name was Breely, she had gotten married, and she presented her father, which was a pastor, with a certificate of purity. And that was my first time (laughs) hearing.
0: What's a certificate of purity? What's
2: the certificate of purity? Well, I can tell you what that certificate of purity said. Did if it have you'd blood like on it or anything like no. you're about? <laughs> you are so crazy. <laughs> I I love love it. So the I certificate love it. okay, so the certificate of purity said on the 10th of March 2006, I Breland, Freeman, made a vow to glorify God in my body and my spirit, which are gods, because I have been brought bought with a price. Jesus. Okay. I have kept this commitment and present this certificate to my father Dr. Michael A. Freeman to show how I have honored God and my earthly father in my body by ma- maintaining my purity and that my hymen was still intact on this 10th day of October
0: 2015. I mean on one level it's cool because it's like okay that's your belief that you, you have that that relationship with faith in Christ. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. But on the other hand, um is that all you consider to be virginity is that your hymen was intact? Like, did you guys do anything else? Like okay, a, I see what you're saying. Like a, a breast Was situation? there like, like a, a dry hump like a, or whatever? Yeah, so like
3: a, we would need more context. We would, like, what's that? <laughs> <up>? Yeah, okay. <laughs> and she, she goes on to say in the article we did with her, uh, she
2: gave us an interview and she just said, um, I think she was asked, do you feel like your relationship would be perceived as not pure if you weren't a virgin? What does pure look like to you? And she responded, purity is a state of mind, is wholeness, integrity, and innocence. People have been putting a lot of emphasis on the word purity. It's not much about purity, but rather standard and principle.
3: Mm. I don't know what her family values and core values are. I don't know how this was taught to her coming mm-hmm. up. I don't know the specifics. And this is me coming from a parent. Yeah, for So sure. I don't know what that was. But if it was something that they assigned themselves to and they're still having happy and healthy relationships, mm-hmm. then so be it. Um, and if that is her standard or her view on what purity is, that's fine. I don't see it as being any better or worse than someone who didn't have that standard. Um, and that's something that she chose to do Me and my dad didn't do that. And we're not about to do that. Um, It just wasn't the way that we did things. But obviously, you know, religion or however that was born out of played a very big role in their family. I just hope that even during that time, what's important is what is the real conversation did they have real conversations about sex what to expect what not to expect Mm -hmm. how you can act what's appropriate what's not appropriate Mm -hmm. you know and just respecting yourself Mm -hmm. Um, and in her statement on what purity is that made that led me to believe that there was some conversation about self respect Mm -hmm. on how she defined what purity is Mm -hmm. so that's all I have to say about that I get real like when you start talking about people families I be like I don't (laughs) really know but I think it's important to Tell the full context because it can just get misconstrued in a lot of different ways for different people mm-hmm. um, and it can become disturbing like you said Sharon and like it could go and it could go way left you know what I'm saying
0: yeah. or it could it can have another effect the certification was a weird <laughs> the <part laughs> thing. actual piece of paper yeah like yeah. that was like getting yeah. that made up like who did y'all speak to like, <laughs> yeah it <laughs> was presented at her I wedding don't,
3: I think but, well <laughs> I think the part that bothered me mostly is the um the performance of it yeah. at the wedding is yeah. what bothers yeah. me. If yeah. that was a personal pact between you and your dad, keep it right there with mm-hmm. you and your dad and your brothers and sisters. I don't I don't I'm not quite sure about the performance piece. That's yeah. like I I don't know what it's do it even more, I think.
2: So the topic of this podcast is things my parents never told me about sex, my body, and womanhood. Y'all ready? We ready. <laughs> okay. You know at any time. I feel like the ex office, if you come ooh, into ooh. the ex office, somebody is bound to bring up sex. sex.
3: <laughs> it's good.
0: We're very open. We're
2: very know. open about sex, sexuality, our bodies, self-pleasure, masturbation. It's important to make other women feel empowered by their decisions as well. Yes, for sure. Well. Let me tell you, I've learned more about my vagina from eating. I mean, not eating. <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> I, I actually had a, a moment in yeah, time when i like considered like dating other women and my friend called me like do you know you got gonna have to learn to eat the box if you want to be like a lesbian and i was like mm, you right i you mean everything for everybody everything for everybody right that's cool but um yeah i've learned more about my vagina that's that's the correct statement from reading not eating Reading Exo Nicole, <laughs> 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 uh,
3: you know Exo Nicole is that gift. Yeah,
1: that keeps and uh, the yeah. writers and
2: and, and just yes. from you know. I I love that it's a place where we could sit around and really have these real conversations. We uh, launched, shameless plug, but we launched this uh, series called Pajamas and Lipstick earlier this year in Atlanta. And most of the talk that night, it was a four hour event. We're sitting on pillows on the floor, all these women. We didn't know each other like that, but we're talking about sex, relationships, dating. We had uh, Sonia Richards-Ross and Tracy G as guests. And I mean, it was an amazing night and uh, we're definitely gonna continue it in 2020. But I would love to talk to you guys about sex, especially Sheridan, she know I always call her out, but Sheridan, the way she goes about things, I'm like, I wish my mind was that pure when it comes to thinking about sex. And it's it's only because I'm sure we've had different sexual experiences Mm -hmm. in our teenage years Mm -hmm. that led to maybe the way I approach sex. Versus the way you approach that, so I I wanted to dive into that a little bit more with um our happy hour today and have a very open discussion. Before we start this podcast, we went through all the words we couldn't say, (laughs) (laughs) so that we could keep all the fun words. uh, I mean, all the fun words, but so that we could try to keep this as clean as possible. But also have a know. real lady yes. discussion. Have a real exactly. lady Because you know, <laughs> when you with your girls, y'all be talking yeah. about what's up, what's not I'm up, sad. all the things, <laughs> okay? So we're going to just jump straight into happy hour and no pregame.
3: No chaser. That's what we doing today. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite way.
2: Before we get started, we had a uh, we have a few uh, voice voice notes, but we're gonna play the first one.
4: I'm calling in about today's topic. So, growing up, the only conversation I recall having with my mother about sex was, and I quote, "If a man asks you to go down on him, he's gay, and that's it." It's stayed with me for years. It made sense to me at the time, not only from what she was saying, but in a black community that wasn't spoken of in the white community they would make jokes and say that's what Becky does but as far as black girls that wasn't something that was done and so it kind of left a negative taste in my mouth um, and now that I'm a mother when my daughter becomes of age when we have the conversation I don't want to direct any negativity towards sex but I do want to stress the importance of the responsibility of sex because I feel with sex comes responsibility there are also consequences so it's not something that you just rush into to get over with to say i'm not a virgin anymore and i also want her to know that it is pleasurable with the right person because you have to be emotionally ready you also have to be ready for any consequences that come from not being careful so it sounds scary but it's not negative it's just an open honest conversation and that's what i want to have with her when she becomes of age
2: well first <laughs> uh, uh, that makes sense like when i was a teenager AIDS was a scary thing to people. Oh lord. I'm just saying in terms of how we were uh talked oh, okay. we were talked to about sex. So our parents scared us by using AIDS like you can get AIDS. You know like but so sex was looked at in a very negative way. Now what she've said about going down and um her, her mom <laughs> saying only gay people do that. It goes back to people use jailhouse uh, as examples. So that's what they do in jail. Like they, they're they going down on each other in jail. So obviously she is probably over 35 because I do remember those conversations in my household and in my neighborhood
0: I'm- I feel like, though, um, when it comes to black sexuality as a whole, I think we use certain things um, and veil them as homosexuality to fear people into doing things. Like anal. Like anal. anal. If he wants anal, he's he's gay. gay. People say that quick. I mean, because with the whole going down on somebody with homosexual. I do feel like her mom was definitely trying to, like, scare Um, her out of some things. Yeah, probably trying to scare her. And then... It kind of reminded me of uh some conversations that I've seen play out in our Facebook post before where um a woman was like, Um, why do I need to do that if I have a vagina? And I'm like, so And that's do that in terms of what is she oral t- sex. And I'm just like, So it's just another pleasurable yeah, thing. Yeah. Like be so you sex. don't enjoy, you know, <laughs> receiving. So I, I don't know. It's it's weird and the way that we associate certain things and um, how we try to make it homosexual in order to fear people and to, I guess, talking about the things that bring them pleasure. I will say, too, uh, growing up in my neighborhood,
2: the way I heard about, like, giving hit, um, the guys, anytime they wanted to disrespect somebody, whether they were talking to another guy or whether they were talking to a, a girl, they'd be like, B, suck my D, you know? And so if you're constantly hearing suck my D, when you're uh growing up in that way it sounds very disrespectful mm-hmm. that's not something you want to do when you start having sex so you know y- you're you're into your first and second sexual experience and he's like you know kind of pushing you down there or whatever you you're feeling real disrespected <laughs> a little bit like he, he might be <laughs> you know, trying to
1: tell you pushing you, push head you, he you, like, like, hey, you, you know what I mean I done <laughs> Oh, while you here,
3: let me get you there. Right, like, oh. so i done did a couple. You I mean, know. There's, there's nudging and then yeah. there's pushing. Okay, right. well, you get know what I mean. Like, <laughs> no, I say what you talking about is nudging. What he do, what he was doing <laughs> that he was saying is pushing. <laughs> well, you know, you, you know, can give me a little nudge. Don't push me though. Don't push me over the edge. Okay, ciao. How I feel. Yeah. No. Let me, I mean, let me do it uh, mm. if
2: I want to do it. Also, like, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to nudge or push or anything. If you got to do all that, like, it's you want you want if a girl is gonna pleasure you in that way for her to want to enjoy it and want to do it there's a difference
3: uh, i don't even have to (laughs) Huge i don't even have to guide to be a guy to know that
2: (laughs) huge
1: difference
3: um as a parent yes hello hi uh (laughs) man you have to understand who's giving you information and where they got it from as a woman who is 35 or whatever uh, you are educated now. You have access to information, but she didn't when she was eighteen, and when she was. She's talking about talking to her daughter yeah, now. now. Yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. how? Do- so, what's a good way as a parent you would talk to? I'm your about daughter? to run that hole down. You have access to information. You can Google search and find certain things. You can also talk to your healthcare provider. They know everything about this. You can um, talk to friends that you know have information um, and then balance that off with the information that you find. But I think your healthcare provider is definitely the best They have, they have ways to help you distribute this information to your child. I think that Also, you've got to stop taking. She is well aware, even in her question, that there is shame around everything that she's saying right Mm now um, or everything that she's been taught. So you've got to roll back the shame, which means you got to check yourself.
2: Mm
5: -hmm.
3: You got to check your own beliefs. And what do you believe and what do you not believe? I know for my son, I want him to have the most. If, when it comes to sex, I want him to have the most best sexual experience possible. I do not want him to be shamed. I don't want him to rush out there. If he wants to stay a virgin for however long, that's great. I It does make me cringe to know that he could possibly have sex sooner than I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But I am prepared to have a conversation with him mm-hmm. so that... He can have the information that he needs to have. Information is how you have better experiences. You should be giving good information. And what we do is don't educate ourselves at all Mm -hmm. about sex. And then we're out here saying crazy stuff or saying things we never even experienced. We never even experienced it. But yet we sitting out here talking about it like it's spoken word.
2: Yeah. You don't even know. but, But I mean we're heavily influenced by our upbringing and our parents and what they they say to us. And then it takes, I mean, I feel like I spent my whole adulthood trying to uncondition myself Mm -hmm. for all the things I learned Mm -hmm. in my, you know, growing up. What was your first introduction to sex?
0: I have to think. Um, Because I can't remember if it was like when I started masturbating or if I saw something that kind of like told me. Well, I did see something. Yes. Okay. So... (laughs) So I was looking at an LL Cool J video, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I I forgot what the song was, but doing it and, and doing it and mm-mm. doing it well. No, 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 no. <laughs> I forgot what the song was though, but it was like a girl, and she had a pillow in between her legs. Okay, and she was like, she's just her face was contorted in like pleasure <laughs> and pain. Come on, and I was like, hmm, <laughs> that's that's an idea. So um, I feel like that was my first introduction to masturbating because that's how I learned how to masturbate. I didn't even know what the what it was like, what my my clitoris or anything was. I just knew like, oh, let me replicate what she did. Um, you I was think, like, hold on, let me see why she do it. She she's making that, that yes, and I learned and it was great. Um, <laughs> how old, and how old were you? Um, nine. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. And before that, um, baby boy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, I probably saw something. I don't know how old I was. Um, The first time I realized that my stuff was different than a man's stuff or my sexual parts were different than a man's sexual parts. um, My mom and my aunt used to make me and my cousin take baths together when we were younger, like Mm -hmm. hella young. And I looked and I was like, oh, whoa, whoa. (laughs) What is that? Like, I remember like looking at my mom like and pointing like, what is that? And like, (laughs) that's when I realized there's something else going on. Um, probably <laughs> something at school too, like, you know, little boys always be like, oh, show me mine. If you show, I'll show you mine. If You show me Ooh. yours, that thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't, I don't get it, but whatever, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. But I, I probably saw something on TV. It probably wasn't until I got a little older, like eight or nine, when I was like, oh, this is like a thing. Like they take a thing and put it in a thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's like all this pleasure or whatever. And it might've been on, the, um, y'all remember that TV channel yes. that was like- You talking about Uncut? What, well, you couldn't see it. It was still like, out. it was like still staticky. Like but if you watch cable it, channel. Yes, <laughs> if you watch it long enough, there was like a breath <laughs> or something that will yeah. pop out. <laughs> yeah. Like that's when I was like, oh, they're doing things together okay you're um, like this fits this yes now <laughs> I didn't realize till I got older much older I had walked in on my parents when I was five Oh, mm. didn't know what was going on and I was like oh that's never happened to me and then like I'm starting to play things back in my mind I had to be in my 20s I was like oh my god now I want to die so <laughs> that's when I realized I was like oh man so there's like not one specific time for me. No, no, yeah.
2: What did your parents tell you about sex? <laughs> my mommy
0: handed me a book um to read cuz I asked her like what's going on with my body? Oh, uh, what was going on with your body? You asked that exact question or yeah. what was the question? I was like what's going on with my body? Cuz it's like not to say that my my breasts are, are not by any means big, but like it was like starting to the bud, yeah, yes. exactly. Oh, and so I, was I remember like, that. What's that going time? on? Yeah, you, you were no, 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 no. It was it's like, like um, a bud. It's, yes, it's literally like a. It's bud. like a
3: bud. <laughs> mine were painful, and one grew yeah. at one time, and then what, the it other was one painful grew. At first, they didn't grow at the same time. Like it was aching. Oh, yeah, like or, because and of mine how were it was developing. Like looked like there was bruising because mm-hmm. it was so well. I'm, I'm like I'm fairer skinned or whatever, but like they looked like it had bruising around it. But the only reason I knew or even noticed or even paid attention is because I was dancing ballet at the time. So mm-hmm. you're constantly changing clothes. And my mom was like, girl, what? You got, wait a minute. And I was like, oh man, what's happening? I was like, hey,
0: I didn't really get boo-boobs until I was 10. Oh, they just stopped, so. <laughs> <laughs> they just stopped what? Growing, like, that's it. They just came and just that's stopped it. growing. That's it, that's all you get. The Lord was like, that's <laughs> it. There. Bleep.
2: Just a little sprinkle. Just,
0: that's it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um, It's crazy because once you start, you start getting a little, like, shape. Your parents started getting paranoid. Uh,
0: Like my mom, I wish she would have had like more sit down conversations with me. I mean, even now we can't really talk about sex the way that I would like to. Me and my dad have amazing candid conversations. For real. Like what what kind of conversations? I'm going to peel into this. So like when when I lost my virginity, for Mm -hmm. example, I had all the questions. I was like, dad, so is it normal that this guy is like orgasming so quickly? Wow. And my mom was like laughing hysterically because we have the same person. So he was like laughing hysterically. and I was like, Dad, this is a serious question. I want to know like if this gets better, like because it's just lasting like maybe a minute and it's over. And um, he was like, uh yeah, that's normal. He's getting adjusted, you know, just give him a few more a few more times. Yo, hats like, off to your dad, <laughs> yes. yo. Cause I He's wish, a real MVP.
3: I wish, <laughs> like I still like now, like I don't like my dad to see like if I have a visitor over because my mm-hmm. dad spends a lot of time in my house with my son. Mm-hmm. If I have a visitor, I'm like, you got to wait outside till he leaves. Like he can't see you. Like he can't know that you're going to stay here. Mm-hmm. Like now as like a 34 year old woman, mm-hmm. like we don't have nearly that amount of conversation now me and my mom oh <laughs> yes yeah, we get into the nitty-gritty yeah sis. it was
0: reverse. yeah Hmm. Yeah.
3: My
2: so mom you talk. you talked to your dad and that was early like still in
0: your teens like 17 yeah what made you comfortable
2: enough to go to your dad at 17
0: um he's my best friend so oh, okay. i felt like i could talk to him about anything like he's always had that <laughs> kind of like like relationship with me um yeah, I don't know. Like, he's just cool, you know? Like, what's up? I yeah, would like-, like to know more about, like, his upbringing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> do you like, know, is- like, what it was like for him? Like- um, He grew up, he felt kind of like the black sheep of his family, even though he was the youngest boy of six boys and the older brother of one girl. Um, But he always felt kind of different than his siblings mm-hmm. because, like, he was very into art. He still is. Okay. Um, And they just never really got it. They kind of get it now, but... You know, it's always kind of been like that. So I don't know. I think it just meant a lot to him that, I don't know, maybe because me and my sister are opposites. And my sister kind of doesn't share at all. Mm-hmm. And I kind of overshare. Mm-hmm. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like he just feels connected. Like, I don't, I don't know. We're besties. Aww. He tells me about his his escapades, too. Because, you know, he's like, <laughs> I would be sitting down on my tea. So <laughs> he's a Lothario. Mm-hmm. I love at, that. At
1: 60. Yes. Come on. You better live at 60. <laughs> you better
3: live.
0: Yes.
2: What did your parents tell you about sex?
0: Um,
2: okay. Or did they at all? Because some people just. My they don't dad
3: make- never talked to me about sex at all. He talked around physiological things with me. Um, my mom, on the other hand, because of uh, her experiences with sex, Uh, which she um, is a survivor of sexual assault amongst some other things. Um, She made sure at a very young age, like I always knew like, there's certain people's houses I couldn't go over that type of thing. And like, she never really like would tell me why, but my aunts would like chime in with other little things also. Um, So she was very, she made sure that I knew that like, things could go bad. But things can go really good too And mm-hmm. here's how they can go well And But even now When she talks about sex Like I'm so much more open With her about it now And like how I talk I use all the slang um, Possible Because it's the way I like to talk about sex But she's still very formal about it It's still very formal experience And I'm like Girl you better loosen up But <laughs> um, She has an active sex life We do mm-hmm. talk about that She knows oh. that I have An active mm-hmm. sex life um, If I You know Get one of those special photos, I show them to her, Um, you know, we talk. So like, Mm. I I appreciate what she did do because she kept me alert, but never scared, Mm -hmm. just always alert. Mm -hmm. Um, And when things did happen, like, you know, I had like a little scare when I was like 14 cause I didn't know what was going on. It's when I had lost my virginity and she, she, she cried, but she handled it. I and mean, then we made it through. And then that's when, you know, the conversation started getting more deeper and then we started um, really talking about some things. So um, yeah, she, I mean, she handled it the way that I, I I was, I'm okay with the way that she handled it. She never scared me. Yeah. So
2: so you lost your virginity at 14? I was 14. And you were how
3: 17. Remember
2: before prom, oh. girl? Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh. What about you? Uh, which Which question? Uh, what did your parents tell you about sex or teach you about sex? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what did they not saying anything to you, teach you about sex? Um, I,
2: I don't know. I just... Uh, like when i would go to school when people would talk about sex or like you'd see somebody pregnant or they they talk about her in a way where she's like she's so fast mm-hmm. she she's uh like unpure because she's out there and now she has proof that she's sexually active because she's walking around with this you know uh baby bump mm-hmm. um so yeah i uh yeah, they didn't talk to me about sex at all. And then, like I said, I would go to school and hear about it. It's, we we actually did a Man Crave episode where we were um, talking to the men about where they heard about sex at first. And most of them heard about it from their brothers, mm-hmm. some uh, friends at school, porn, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> porn for real. Mm-hmm. Um, but even porn, I felt like I was taught or, or people's mind frame around where I grew up was almost like, like w- negative like why are you watching porn
1: <laughs>
0: entertainment god oh, no, we, I right. know but right material <laughs> yeah. information right i mean i just want to learn how to do that yeah, thing the, with the hands and the base and all that so. yeah what wait what tell me more <laughs> that's how I learned how to do the thing. Like when you put your two hands around it and you like do that and you're like still like that's how I learned how to do it. So yeah. <laughs> From porn. No. Uh, agreed. Uh, but yeah. I had a partner ask me could I do that and I was
3: like what? what? <laughs> and so I actually went and researched. I found some information on the internet and I learned how to do the thing.
2: So yeah. I think when I was around 22, 23 during a summer break I started dating a guy that used to be my friend but then we started dating mm-hmm. and I think he was really into like porn and that craziness. Mm-hmm. So I came came to his house one day. I'm cracking up right now because I'm like
3: secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, tell us uh, it's <laughs> interesting. Come on. This so, is the uh, circle uh, of uh, safety. Uh, 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 yeah.
2: And then 80,000 people down. <laughs> They're also in the circle. <laughs> but yeah, I came to his house one day and he had outfits for me. He had handcuffs. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, and okay. I was like, okay, like, and I mean like this <laughs> Wait, y'all, <laughs> the fact that we have, we always film with like, I bet mean, we have a sound recorder. He's a guy and he cracks me up with every facial expression <laughs> <laughs> when we're talking about things like this. But yeah, he had the outfits out for me. Mm. He had the handcuffs and mm. like he, that, that night he took me through so many positions. I never nice. knew. Like, Come on, I was, sir. Like, I was in a damn pretzel before okay. I knew it. Like, but afterwards I felt like Dirty. Mm. (laughs) I was like, okay, this is not the way I'm supposed to be felt like, you know, you're not exactly. Mm -hmm. So then I had to get to the bottom of why do you feel so dirty after, but I think it was just, uh, I don't, it just wasn't a, uh, sensual romantic way of having sex like mm-hmm. he had been watching these porn people you know if you I, I sometimes get caught up yes I watch porn sometimes but sometimes I, watch porn sometimes well. I have really? to do the girl on girl because they look like they're pleasuring each other a, a little li- bit oh
3: yes I uh, know okay let Maybe me just say that too hard though sometimes. you know what well but the girl <laughs> like, on girl like I don't want to okay it just doesn't acts. look painful sometimes exactly. with the male
2: exactly. porn it looks painful I'm Exactly,
0: sorry. I like
2: I just, that though what's I, up I, like some, of, some of some of the porn that you you watched on some of these like the gang banging and all that that does not that's fantasy yeah but I can't thing. I can't get it what? I don't think and see that it's that shared is <laughs> the so, hold, actual, hold on oh, hold okay, on we about to miss something good <laughs> got to rewind it back
3: <laughs> what you had <about> to say.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> she says gang banging is our fantasy <laughs> I need now. to hear it's a elaboration fantasy. on it's that a fantasy. I just feel like it's something I would never well maybe I won't say never this is something I wouldn't do in real life but it's definitely something I think about like wow like I wish I knew nine guys who could like <laughs> <laughs> come on, nine. take turns you know on me that would be great <laughs> It looks amazing. It looks really fun. Like if y'all watch kink.com videos or whatever, like it looks, it looks. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. If you think it's fun, hey,
3: live it up. Yeah, if that's your fantasy. Just,
0: just she said nine I like, too. I like. She can't have like three, when, but nine. I like when the girl is like in the middle on mm-hmm. her knees and then the guys are around her and it's just like a sausage fest oh. around her face. It's just great. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like new. I'm like, wow, I wish that was me. Like, but I thought, is so let, let's face. back up a little bit. I okay. thought you had an experience
2: with at least Two, two yeah. people And you mm-hmm. didn't so. really like that
0: I didn't And it's because It's actually with my ex-boyfriend But it was because um, I just felt like He wasn't as present As I wanted him to be
2: Oh So you want
3: them to be Who were the two people?
0: It was my ex-boyfriend Who was and my and boyfriend a, at the time And the person you found together? A mutual friend of ours. Okay.
3: So you wanted... Okay. And that was
0: a male or a female?
3: A male. Okay. And you wanted him to be more present. Yes.
0: Like, it was cool. Like, even though it was hard to multitask when I was doing (laughs) things... But you want to multitask with nine... Yes, girl. Um, fantasy though. You know, I gotta put my endurance up. Right. But anyway, um so uh even though it was kind of distracting to multitask in that situation, it got on my nerves that he got so hammered that um oh, okay. he had to like tap out and go into the bathroom or whatever. And I'm like, so I'm just having sex with this nigga. This is this is regular sex. This is regular. That okay. So so
3: the introduction <laughs> of alcohol was really what sank that ship. That's
2: what so, we're saying.
3: I, so
2: How does that even come up in a relationship?
0: So, like I've said before, I don't know if you guys have tuned into previous podcasts, but this person has been very, like, he just enlightened me of a way. Like, he awakened my sexual prowess, you know? It was always there. It was just beneath the surface, you know? He stroked it, and it was like, okay, come out. Come out to play, girl. And I was like, okay,
1: cool. (laughs) And how long have
0: you guys been dating? At that time? Yeah. Yeah. Like two and a half years. Okay, so that's
2: another thing. So she was dating a guy for two and a half years. I think after a certain amount of time, you start exploring. And that's another thing. Or that building I, trust. That's yeah, building yeah, that's pr- what trust it was.
0: Trust is we a big trust. thing. We were very open with one another and our desires. He wanted a female. We're, we're looking for one currently.
2: Uh, oh, he's oh. still in... Hello. It's always a, hey. where's
0: that, that
3: Master Flex bomb? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're going to need an update when these things occur. <laughs> yes, so thank yes. you. Um,
2: I, I would say this. Um, That's another thing in my 20, it took me into my thirties to be comfortable in my sexuality mm-hmm. because I wasn't really dating, uh, dating people for a, a, a long amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I think um, one went like you really need to have that trust with someone and you really have to be Having a sexual, you know, se- a long-standing sexual relationship before mm-hmm. you start exploring, and you're, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're doing handstands and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But it it takes a while to get there. I don't it does. just you just don't jump into your first you don't, sexual not experience. even me no yeah
0: mm-hmm. no because I'm, I'm very guarded. No, seriously, I'm very guarded. Like when when a new partner enters the picture, it takes time to kind of build that. Mm-hmm. Oh, like I feel safe here. Okay, mm-hmm. I can be a freak. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it definitely takes a lot
3: of time. I think yeah. with me and people I've been with, <laughs> I. I never built that trust. They never made me feel comfortable, and yeah. so like, and it's probably so. We live in a society where having a giant butt and giant boobs and a tiny waist is like ideal, even mm-hmm. though they try to say, "Oh no, I would never date that." But mm-hmm. that's like, if I go on your Instagram, that is ninety percent of what you're looking at. Yeah. I do not like. I don't look like that, no. and that don't make me feel comfortable. So yeah. I don't know if you like me or not. And if you don't compliment my body and you don't tell me that you like me and all these different things, I'm never gonna feel open to want to then introduce someone else in Mm -hmm. like, why would I want to do that? I think men in my case and in cases of other women who are like me, they miss out on that. You miss out on so much because you don't compliment the very person that you're with. Now, I do like um, I remember when Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert were talking about Mm -hmm. this because they introduced someone else in and Mm -hmm. she said he wasn't eager. He was just like, okay. (laughs) I would have been okay with that, too. I Mm -hmm. like when if I mentioned this to a dude and he just, oh, my God, (gasps) I'm like, yo, fall back, my dude. Like, what do you do? Like, I mean, like that doesn't make me feel (laughs) comfortable to come in and do this with you yeah. and you and you the person I didn't chose this yeah. hyper dog no
2: so are you saying you deal with body shame
3: uh yeah mm-hmm. I definitely deal with body shame especially after um after having my son, um, so like even with even with my breast, like all the fat is at the bottom. So it's like they look like they're, they're flatter on the top or whatever. So after I had my son, and after you breastfeed and all the moms out here can attest to this, like your boobs just shrink into your chest. Like mm-hmm. they're done. It's a wrap. So um I remember um I was trying on a dress and I my mom was behind me and she was looking at me trying on a dress. She's like, girl, what happened to your breast? I mean, and I was like, I'm breastfeeding, sis, like Mortified, that's what happened, yeah. And I was Damn. like, Oh my god, because Why? she looks sometimes. See, my mom do not be say. holding back, they she don't do know what they're saying, yeah. Lord, and so I mean, I have um thought about you know breast implants before, and I'm not against it, um, but yeah, I do deal with body shaming because like men don't typically uh compliment my body, um, and even when I work out, even mm. when I work out now, like checking you out, girl, I said men. Thank no. you Sheridan I said "Man," That's <laughs> what I said But And I appreciate your compliment Sheridan But like yeah Men do not compliment my body Or whatever And I work out And so like now Like I didn't used to always have a butt I got one now But I had to build that bad boy And some days it ain't there So I mean yeah I deal with body shaming No, nah, you I, need I, to smack my booty I need my booty I yeah. require yes. ask for that yes. I need you to grab my butt Smack in public In public Yes I need that. I, it's you. funny
2: because I dealt with it for a while. I mean, and that's why I, I'll talk about this on an upcoming episode on body image because I did get a boob job at one point. Ended up undoing it like a few years later. Um, but it was, I think, again, you're in adulthood. Guys don't know what the hell they be saying when they <laughs> with you. <laughs> like, like you're you're sitting here looking at a video right in front of me talking about how big this girl's butt is. You know... <laughs>
3: And I'm like, basically throwing hints
2: that like my body doesn't look like her body. That doesn't bother me though. Right. But I mean, you're secure within your skin. I was dating and that's why I tell women be secure and whole within within yourself first before Mm -hmm. you get out here in the world. Because like just those little things altered the way like I thought about myself. I feel secure now. I mean, but I think a big reason I got into bodybuilding, like she said, I built a butt (laughs) <laughs> I built the small okay. waist, you know, I, I was a able to, I, I got the small waist and all that other stuff. And it, it's weird for me because I went from guys never commenting on my body to every time I go out to the grocery store, the airport, wherever they, they mentioned something, whether it's about my legs, my physique or whatever. And I take that compliment because I worked hard Hello. <laughs> to get there. Um, but that, that does tie into how you how comfortable you hear, feel in the bedroom it does Absolutely. like people, yeah. some people turn them lights off real quick before they
0: take off a shirt <laughs> like yeah. men too won't even take off their socks men too. I can't Ooh. I can't have
3: sex with my socks on I can't
2: I have sex can't, with
0: men who with wear five I hate it I hate it I need skin to skin Okay but what
3: if they take that thing and flip it on the back you know how they I put like it over their head like, I like what? that I like that I like, y'all, that. Y'all, <laughs> I like that they
2: up here
0: <laughs> having sex with baby boys <laughs> I don't oh, like it because I feel like let's let's join our bellies together. Let's make it let's make it rain in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I was reading
2: Demetrius uh, Lucas book, her first book, A Bell in Brooklyn. And mm-hmm. I think there was a part in the book where uh, she was having sex with someone for the first time, but he immediately flipped her over to to do a oh, doggy style. My, my. And she like she's. That's a finisher position anyway. yeah. But- <laughs> I think
3: that's what the point
0: is
2: about to be let's keep going with this let's keep going and she she was I mean livid. she was livid. I think she stopped the sexual experience went on about her but I mean you you guys kind of already told me what you felt about that I think for the first
3: time if I'm first getting to know you like I want that body to body I want to look at you right I want to look in your eyes I want to be like caressed and kissed and all these things you flipping me over you know what I'm gonna just keep walking out the door thank you (laughs) goodbye
0: it was nice I'm quick to do like a this against the pelvis. What is I mean, this? A this. The like pelvis. you put your hand against the pelvis. Like okay, I'm good. Yeah, like, just a, we a can, little we can pedal.
3: Nah, nah, thank you. you bye bye. Go. Yeah. So, so what does that? What does
0: that mean to you guys? Um, a guy would were, were to do that? I feel like he's just into it for himself, and yes. um, that's that's the quickest way to get me not interested in having sex with you. Absolutely, because I feel like you cared about my pleasure. You'd ask me what I would like, and nine times out of ten, is missionary because I feel like missionary is just. I just have so many orgasms during missionary. Mm-hmm. It's just so amazing. Yeah. And then after <laughs> it's done, you know, we could, we could do some things. Yeah. Let me get three or four and then we could do some things, Facts. Just, you know, three or four. <laughs> like, I like on that now. one. You know, I like three. that one. Yeah. <laughs> so what makes a sexual experience? Amazing. Connection. Me feeling comfortable. Uh, me feeling safe. Me feeling like I can trust you. Like I could be myself. Um, Me feeling an emotional connection more than anything, because if I don't feel emotions towards you, I'm probably not going to have sex with you. That's casual or otherwise. So, yeah, if I don't feel anything, I can't really have sex with you.
3: Mm, Okay, I'm with that, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Connection, obviously. Um, But I like to see the vulnerability in you. And because, you know, most men walk around trying to be mad macho. But when you get in that bedroom, I can take you down. I definitely can and (laughs) I want to see it though like I want to see like you just break down just a little bit like oh (laughs) shit I did not know what I was getting into (laughs) and I'm with this girl and she's amazing and now and then you open up a little bit more like Mm -hmm. that for me yes we in here we on transcending levels kissing is absolutely oh yes kissing oh I love kissing yeah is that absolutely
2: important
0: yes for me yes
3: not every single time and I say this because like well, if you want to get a quickie and we ain't got time for that let's just go
0: but kissing is how I get uh, lubricated so okay like seriously like I'll be like drip drip just because we kiss like, okay it's just, okay, it's euphoric to me that's fair that's you fair know, there's nerve endings in your lips you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying mm-hmm. 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 you can have an orgasm through your mouth did you know that talk what? us through that <laughs> girl talk yeah go ahead I, I, I want to hear more talk us through tell, that tell me more <laughs> Tell me more. Um, I did a post about blended orgasms before um, on the site, on Um, And... Uh I was talking about this experience I had with the Scorpio and, um, we, uh, yeah, he gave me an orgasm <laughs> through my, <laughs> it <laughs> was in two places. It was in two places. I felt it in my lips and I felt it in my clitoris cause he had his knee against my, my vagina while Okay. Was so there was
3: him. a second stimulating yes, there, uh, it,
0: sight. It was blended. So, so yeah. wait, he oh, had, okay, oh, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. I, I, need, the vi- I, was, I, need, I need the done. visual paint the picture. Okay. 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 He had a knee. So I was laying down on my back. We were watching Boondocks at mm-hmm. first. I don't know how whatever. Um, and uh he got over me and went in between my legs, but he just had like a like his uh what's this called? The upper thigh, mm-hmm. like against um against my core, my center, my vagina. And um he was just kissing me, you know what I'm saying? And uh I was high. <laughs> so <laughs> I just feel like it was just a more intense. <laughs> Like I already feel like I'm so intrigued
3: <laughs> and I hope a man comes along soon. You should that can do this.
2: So you had an and orgasm in your mouth. I had well. an orgasm in my mouth. How does that happen? Like what, what does it, it feel it like? It
0: feels like this intense like pleasure. I don't know how to explain it to you guys. See, she doesn't it's, not, lived, the same. Oof, she it's not the same as your vagina, of course, but it's it's like I think that's my thing. It's kind of like um if someone's kissing my neck or something. Like oh, I, I love feel that. that I feel that. Yeah. I can have an orgasm from that
2: That particular post on blended orgasms had like over a hundred thousand views two hundred thousand views like probably over a hundred thousand views within like 24 hour period Mm -hmm. so women were definitely we
0: were interested our interest was Pete's you know um so, yeah, but that Scorpio, I mean, we had plenty of, like, he made me cry. I told you before that we, I was crying during an orgasm with him. And um, I haven't lived, I have I haven't lived enough. <laughs> enough. I have I've not had that lived happen enough. to me.
3: I've had that happen to me. Um, Atlanta and Brothers, if you're listening. <laughs> I had that happen to me because, like, they were back to back. And they yes! were, I had, I had 10 back to back. I mean, and it wasn't even, we were not in, in, going for a long period of time it wasn't yeah it's like it all it started almost immediately Mm -hmm. and i was like oh my god and where i messed up and did the right thing was i told him and he was like oh word (laughs) and he just kept Going and what? I was like, Yes, this is the best. There, that's literally the best experience I've ever had. There has not been nothing that has topped that. Sorry for whoever has been in my life and listening. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but he is the best, and that didn't happen to me till I was like 32, 31, 32. Mm-hmm. So oh, you get the best sex after 30, after 40. Oh, oh I can't so wait. Oh, I'm now. almost 40. Ooh. Well I I think it's more than that I just think it was He was older So Mm -hmm. he knew what he was doing Mm -hmm. And he wasn't uh, Like he didn't mind Me getting mine first Which is a bigger Which is a bigger thing So, and once he knew, he just kept going with it. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. thank And still thank you, even though we're not. Yes, thank you. But still thank you for that. It's it's funny because after pajamas and lipstick,
2: and I mean, those videos that we put out got views on views on views, but this businessman that I've known forever, I had, like, it's so weird when, you know, (laughs) the conversation goes towards sex, but he, he had DM'd me about it. And he was like, I tell all the brothers like, there was a book he said that he, he or he either tells him a phrase or it was a book called She Comes First. Oh, I love that book. Oh, so that oh, is you a read book. it. Yeah. Okay. okay, cool. So, yeah. Well, all the brothers, if you're listening, there's read the one. book She yeah. Comes First.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Women can read the passionista, but I feel like mm, you, there's things you can still learn. The passionista. Yeah, that's the the man version. <clears throat> okay. So, we learn how to pleasure. Okay. Them. Because, you know, men really focus on their their penis Mm -hmm. and that's it. It's like there are other areas. There's been
3: a lot of talk around the backdoor play and men starting to become really open to that. And actually, they actually really like it, even though they don't. (laughs) actually they really <laughs> like it even though they don't say anything about it but that they're starting to want that I mean isn't the the G spot
2: their, their P
0: spot is back there yeah so yeah. it's like where their prostate gland is right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so it's like a really intense orgasm <laughs> right but um, you better get into it Keith quick quit playing your ass Ooh, your anus has a lot of nerve endings lots of nerve so endings so it's like if you eat the booty like groceries for the girl like that's it's it's akin to me i, I don't know but again it goes I back mean, there's to our a conversation lot of women that want to get
3: into that um i think the the real conversation is around uh hyper-masculinity
0: hygiene and hypermasculinity. Hygiene. <laughs> that too so they're what, like oh that's gay like, and I'm like, bro, what? what? Well, I'm saying yeah. a lot of the conversation yeah.
3: I've heard is like the hygiene aspect, and yeah. but there's that, that is too. a problem too. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Y'all so, need to douche or something like, what's up, or
3: get a wet wipe, something Some, just keep it clean, you know. But, um, <laughs> yeah, around that back door place, that's a thing now. It's starting to kind
0: of be a little trendy too. So, I'm like, it needs to be, it's amazing. I, I douche before anal sex as well. So. I've
3: heard that you should, and yeah, here's why because it can get
0: that. messy, it could.
3: I've heard that from a straight woman, um, Mm -hmm. white woman on a podcast um, with her boyfriend. And she was like, look, that could ruin the whole night. Like you don't eat, don't have no full stomach, do the things because it can get messy. It could. So is there something you've done
2: sexually that you've never thought you'd
3: do?
0: Um, I would say pegging. So you did peg. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, you know, you don't like it. Um, So what happened oh, was, wait,
3: let's, let's back. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is that? Pegging? Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. Jared. You got, you have all of the language. Please.
0: <laughs> so I don't know if it's the same. It wouldn't be called pegging for women, but women, a woman gets like, wears a strap on or like gets a dildo or something and something phallic and puts it inside of a dude's ass. It's usually a strap on. She's usually strapped and she's like, you know doing so you you put a strap on yeah and then you pegged him yes okay What happened? So what happened was I felt I felt very conflicted. Okay, on the one hand, I was like, "Wow, I feel so powerful here," you know. Yes, take it. You know what I'm saying? Take it. But (laughs) (laughs) take it. You better take this. But on the other hand, I was like, "Oh, this feels so like wrong," especially afterwards, like after the orgasm, like the fog clears and you're just like, "Mm, "Did we? Did we just do that?" (laughs) <laughs> oh, so, okay, so you just didn't like the whole... Okay. So after his orgasm or your orgasm? I mean, I had an orgasm too because it was lit. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, because we took gradual steps to get there. Like first it was eating his... Can I say that? Eating his ass. Yeah. Can okay. I say that? Yeah, Be- I guess. I mean, yeah. you might as well. Go ahead. And then it was, you know, I'll put a finger in it while I'm sucking your penis. And I heard a lot like, of men love. It that was though. amazing. Thank so you. don't don't shake your head. Yeah, don't shake so, your head. So for, <laughs> so
2: for people uh, listening that you know just very open to sexual experiences, how do you introduce pegging to someone?
0: So we had um, a lot of open conversations too. This isn't my, the other ex, but me and this was the guy that I lost my virginity to. Um, We just had a lot of open dialogue in regards to, hey, like I'm interested in this. I said, hey, I'm interested. I want to, I want to eat your, you know, Mm, yeah And um, Because I just thought It would be um, It would just add a new layer To me like Giving him a hand job And I was right And then like Slowly but surely We kind of took That The next step He realized He really liked it as well So I was like Okay okay You know So I'm like Hey Can we like Go to the sex store And get a strap on And can I You know And he was like You have to get me drunk enough So I was like Okay So That was That was that was the open door Right there <laughs>
1: no
0: so that's what we did and um and, you know you see how Sheridan just keep pushing the
2: <laughs> envelope each time like can i do this okay he let me do that let can i do that's this how next you do, time though. yeah that's how you do it kind
0: of like introduce it in steps you know and you ask the person if they're comfortable with this you know
2: so i'm not sure if i, I asked this before but like maybe i didn't much. uh what makes you feel empowered in the bedroom
0: Ooh, um, like, uh, hearing my name, okay, cause it's a very long name. So I feel like you got that out. That's amazing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know, um, him orgasming at all you know what i'm saying period you know period so i'm just like finish him you know especially when i'm on top but oh yeah but I, oh I can, yeah I can, I, can have, I can have sex like i can f him like any in any position you know what i'm saying on my on my stomach on my back side anywhere i can i can
3: you like, saying can. participate and not be the person taking you
0: can yeah uh, yeah. yeah i yeah. take over sometimes who knows you know yeah so um so, yeah, I just feel powerful the whole act, to be honest, you know, giving head, you know, receiving head, sitting on the face. Like I just feel empowered the whole time, <laughs> 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 to be honest. <laughs> like, so you just be uh, feel empowered sexually overall? Yeah. Unless you try me. Like there was a time in college when, ooh,
3: oh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to know what this trying is about. Oh. Open the door, Sheridan. Let us mm. in.
0: This guy who I tried to have sex with back in high school, um, but we couldn't figure it out. So um, it didn't work. Um, That was before I lost my virginity. And so he came back around. So I was like, hey, yeah, come through, you know, to the dorms, you know. And it just like the whole thing was just Horrible. It was easy the worst sex I've ever had in my entire life. I was just looking at the raindrops falling <laughs> into the window.
3: Like and- Kermit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was sweating profusely all oh, over me. God. He was moaning so femininely. And I was just not with it. Like, I was like, you sound, then I do. Like, what's up, you know? And I wanted to say so badly, let's stop. But at the time, I didn't know that I could say stop. I just thought I had to just... Because I asked you over here, so... And you're already in, so I, thought, I just had to write it out. Oh. So, yeah, it was horrible.
3: Oh. Mm, that made that gave me chills and made me sad at the same time.
0: It was yeah. very sad. <laughs> 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 very sad.
3: Yeah, college was some
2: very uh, bad... I had some very bad sexual experiences in college. That's really? probably why I spent most of my 20s, like, celibate. <laughs> No, one experience I remember was I uh, this guy that I was dating, he picked me up, like, we having our little sexual experience. And then the door
0: opened,
2: and his friend comes in. Oh, no. Nope. With no clothes on.
0: Nope. Oh, hell no. Oh, my God. (laughs)
2: Absolutely about to, (laughs) I'm assuming, run a train on me. Without in my words, permit, like, in words are the word. I mean, <laughs> it,
1: that's <some laughs> It was
2: like perfectly timed almost. And I'm like, I'm so upset. I'm upset. <laughs> 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 that was almost like 15 years ago. How'd you get out of that? I mean, I was like, absolutely not. I got up so quick and was like, take me home like yes he had to take my ass home too mm-hmm. i didn't even call back then uh back then we didn't have ubers mm-hmm. so it wasn't an easy like i stand out <laughs> on the street and hail a cab like mm-hmm. he had to actually get up put his clothes on and take me to my i was so mad, I'll be mad i was too. so mad and disrespected and challenged but that could have turned out completely different like they could have raped me mm-hmm. ran a train on me gang banged me etc and so it was like little experiences like that in college that like afterwards words I think after college I just kind of slowed down on my mm-hmm. sexual experiences unless I was dating someone that I was really serious mm-hmm. about um <laughs>
0: horrible
3: oh Amber's giving the look <laughs> I know Amber is rolling the eyes like <laughs> because men just can make things so bad mm-hmm. with their ridiculous like i don't even know like a sense of entitlement to sexual experiences or to just if, if pleasure. that's what you want just i mean i probably would have took it the wrong way if he asked me but that would have been better than just inviting somebody right. in. again what was i so su- <laughs> entitlement and that's my issue with that whole thing like and then thinking like oh i saw this on a porn let me try this um, you know that's a script though, right? Well, no, see, I don't think a lot of them... Well, I think they do realize it's a script, but it just becomes so real for mm. them. And then they go out and try it. And then no one who has sense, whoever they're uh, they talking to, uncle or whoever, is telling them that's the wrong thing. They're probably like, yeah, you know. And you're just like, here we go with this stupid cycle of y'all giving badass advice to each other. And instead of thinking like... And then a lot of times, you know, men aren't even having the sexual experiences that they could have. They don't even know what they could have because they out here is so busy trying to just bam, 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 get it done. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And not really being open to a whole lot of things. Yeah. And then being with a woman who can help open you up, you know what to I'm saying? To something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
2: mean, yeah. Because there yes. is a difference between sex and intimacy. Intimacy, mm, But sex can be intimate. That's It can be, mm-hmm. but sex can not be intimate as well. Yeah.
0: Um, i would i would use the f word instead of sex
2: okay oh the word i told y'all do not use on this podcast okay but it's still sex
0: it's just another way to uh but sex um there's making
2: love there's
0: sex there's mm, but sex has layers i feel like um i don't know my sexual experiences have been pretty intimate especially after i I've started to cho- choose the right partners. Yeah.
2: and See that's mm-hmm. important. Again mm-hmm. like
3: people aren't choosing the right partners. Uh, or don't know how to choose a partner.
2: Don't know how to choose Nobody's a partner. Nobody's teaching
3: you how to do like even when we go back to the conversation about what did your parents tell you and mm-hmm. then they're like oh wait till it's someone special. Well what is special? Mm-hmm. Give right. me the bullet points. Right. Mm-hmm. Or wait till you know it's emotional. Well what makes it emotional? Better yet teach me emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, with So that goes back to the, our caller like you got to get in, check, in touch with yourself in Order to be able to teach someone else how to do something mm-hmm. have you experienced it so you can tell somebody else what it's like i didn't know how dope sex could be until i met oh boy and i was like and if we were in love my god mm-hmm. oh we would have transcended time and level
5: <laughs> so levels. yeah it's
3: nothing like being in
2: love Girl. having
3: a great
0: sexual experience with the person you're in love with like he definitely was a good casual sex partner. I will say that yeah, much. I wasn't in love. With, well, I, I told him I loved him a million times, but it was during sex. But um, <laughs> he was definitely a casual partner so as <laughs> well. I think it's important to note that you can have casual sex with someone and can still be an emotional thing. You just you just know he's not right for you in the grand scheme of things.
3: Well, I think yeah, yeah,
0: and that's okay. Oh, so we, we're going to go and take a few uh,
2: We're going to play a few Or take a few callers, run a few voice notes What? will Hey
5: ladies, so I have a question About your thoughts on The word hoe And hoeing And if that word is like still used or is it antiquated you know how do you describe a woman that just is comfortable having casual sex that would like a relationship in the long run but hasn't found it so she's just living her best life and having you know safe protected sex it kind of seems as if you know sometimes women go from uh like celibate to Mary. Like they don't they don't want to kind of admit that middle ground <laughs> where uh, they were, you know, doing the booty calls and, and, and fulfilling having men fulfill their needs and their urges, um, even if it's just for a night. So my question is, what is your definition of a hoe? Do you think that that's an antiquated word in 2019, 2020? And do you, what are your thoughts on women, you know, having casual, safe sex, not interested in the relationship, just interested in um, exploring their sexuality? What do you think?
0: I don't like the word ho. I just feel like it's, um, something that men concocted to make women feel bad about themselves and their decisions. And I also feel like women kind of play into that sometimes. Well, some women play into that sometimes, but, um, that's just not a word I use. Um, not in regards to someone being sexual, at least. you know, it's kind of like the N word. Like I might throw that around, but I'm not talking about your sexual history or, or what you got going on sexually. Um, and uh, I feel like I would just describe that woman As what you said Like she's living her best life Whatever that means to her Maybe it's not What you would do personally Or what the next woman would do But it's what she's doing You know And if she's not hurting anybody She's not hurting herself I'm fine with that it. it depends on what The underlying reasons are You know I, I, like, I, I'm too busy <laughs> With my career And my life
2: To worry about What another woman Is doing with her vagina <laughs> So I, I'm, I'm. I got way too much going on to be worried about who you having sex with, and I um and so I, I just think it's it's kind of juvenile um it in is. a way to refer to women like that. Like let let if that's what she want to do, let her do her. One more.
1: Hi, my name is Courtney Reddick, and I am from Dallas, Texas. Uh, my Instagram handle is Toots. T O T S underscore boots B Boom bam. Alright. My question is, have you guys heard of yoni eggs? I think I'm saying that correct. Um, and if so, what do y'all think about them? Um, I've been kind of hearing, you know, that this is like the new wave for women, I guess. And um, I didn't know, but you know, you can insert them, and apparently, they're good for like tightness, and they can increase like your sexual drive, and you know, um, make you have a like better orgasm, and they can make you a little bit more wet. Um, I don't have a child, but I heard it's also good um, after childbirth. So yeah, I just wanted to know: um, have you guys used them? Um, if you have. Did you like it? Um, if not, would you use it? Why or why not? And yeah, that's about it.
2: That's a Have you ever heard Yanni X?
1: hmm
3: Oh, well, both of y'all have had
1: experience. Yeah.
3: Uh, which one? You can go first. I think, like so there's like these different ones that I've seen. Uh, I think like, and then there's like a, um, there's different Thought processes around it Especially when you start talking about like Cleaning out like the energy inside of your vagina Or your womb space or whatever I've seen some that are made out of rose quartz And if y'all are into crystals like I am You want to put love in your love And rose quartz is love Um, But if you're talking about tightening And all these different things It just reminds me of those little Kegel balls Mm -hmm. And the Kegel is a muscle inside of your vagina That makes people feel like Oh this is tight And it's a muscle you can squeeze And if you want to put something in there To practice holding something in I feel like you can do that. Um, so I don't I'm, I don't have anything negative to say about Yoni eggs. Um, I probably, now after answering this question,
0: might go and investigate.
2: She's used one because she wrote a blog for
0: our site about them. Yes. Um, so I've had really amazing experiences with um, a Yoni egg. Um, I used a rose quartz one for like what Amber said um, to... Uh, Self love, get some love in my love. Um, at the time, I was going through a miscarriage, and I was having these like really conflicted feelings of like, whoa, like my ability to be a woman type stuff. And um, even though I didn't want a child per se, um, it just made me like really question my womanhood and really question my my body's ability to do what I felt like it was intended to do. So um, I used the yoni egg to kind of help me address some of those wounds. Um, just healing myself emotionally a little bit, and maybe it's a mental thing. I don't know, but I felt like something happened. Um, I wasn't using it so much for tightening um, because uh, I, I just feel like I hate that phrase mm-hmm. <laughs> so much because I feel like um, if she's dry, yeah, she's gonna feel real tight. You know what I'm saying? But if you're if you're really aroused, you're it's, it's going be slipper, to be pliable. You know? Yeah, your vagina is is a pliable. Place, you know, yes, you can tighten around him for sure, for sure. But the whole, oh, she's tight, like, I just feel like that's very, like, an antiquated statement or phrase to use about a woman's vagina. I just,
3: oh, I never knew that that's what they were referring to yeah. in that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Like you know how you had um, the microphone thing around your finger, yeah. And it, oh, and Nicole was like, "Oh, it's like like a virgin tight." <laughs> I said the microphone was tight like a virgin. Yes. So, is that's that's what they're referring to? Okay. No. But yes, you can use it to strengthen your vaginal muscles and your pelvic floor as well, which is why it's useful after childbirth.
2: All ladies, that's a wrap on this episode of X on Nicole's happy hour. I, I was excited about this episode because um, I did. I, I have been trying to keep it clean over the last week or two. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, like we we're women, yes. we're women, and we talk about sex. Um, and I just thought it would be the perfect opportunity for us as hosts to really dig into our sexual experiences as well as kind of erase the shame around sex as women especially women of color. And I feel like more women should get together and have these conversations. Um, so listeners if you're loving what you're hearing so far please drop us a rating and review on iTunes. Show us some love on our Instagram at xonicole
3: and at xo happy hour. If you guys got something you want to share with us, please follow us on the gram @xo happy hour. Also use our hashtag XOHappyHour or leave us a voice message on the website at XOHappyHour.com. We really want to hear what you guys have to say.
2: Thanks for listening. And as always, check out XOHappyHour.com for all other updates.
1: woo